I just reject the idea that we should reserve a, a, a crisis for a better time to solve it. You know, I, that's people. You, you, what's interesting to me is there are a lot of angry people out there, and that's why the border crisis is the number one issue for for voters. I don't see how we have a better story to tell when we miss the one opportunity we have to fix it, and we go and say. You know, I would love to have fixed it, but it was election season, so I thought I'd wait. Anything that interrupts that negotiation, uh, I think, would be tragic. I don't doubt that he wants a perfect deal. So do I on it. But we've got to be able to figure out how to be able to do something right now to get as much done as we can possibly get done. I hope we don't live in a world today in which one person inside the Republican Party holds so much power that they could stop a bipartisan bill. Now, behind closed doors today, Senator McConnell tried to clear up confusion about where he stands on this issue. He reaffirmed his support for those trio of senators, including Republican Senator James Langford, for trying to get a deal on this issue. He said that he would be behind that. Now, can they get a deal? They still are hopeful that they can get it out by next week. But, Jake, still getting the votes in the Senate, getting it through the Republican-led House, all huge questions, in large part because of Donald Trump. And it took a significant step on Friday, initiating a special investigation into the actions of Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis. Now, the probe comes amid rumors of an improper relationship with her chief prosecutor in the controversial case against former President Donald Trump over the 2020 election. Willis has also informed Republican lawmakers that her office is firmly against releasing any documents pertaining to Trump's alleged election interference in Georgia. CNN's Nick Valencia has more from the courthouse. Nick, good morning. Victor and Amara, this is the latest in a long-standing back and forth between D.A. Fonnie Willis and the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee. Uh, Republican Jim Jordan has long tried to undermine the credibility of Fonnie Willis's case, parroting things from the former president, calling this a political persecution rather than a prosecution. And in his latest efforts to try to get documents from Fonnie Willis, the D.A. here in Foley County has again rebuffed these demands. And this is what she's saying in part of her response to uh, Jim Jordan. Your request implicates significant well-recognized confidentiality interests related to an ongoing criminal matter. Your requests violate principles of separation of powers and federalism, as well as respect for the legal protections provided to attorney work product in ongoing litigation. Since this alleged romance was first made public, Fonnie Willis has been facing criticism, and now it's coming from all sides, not just foes, but also allies calling on her to step down. She's yet to directly address this alleged romance, but she has previously defended her selection of Nathan Wade as the top deputy in this Trump case. Meanwhile, she is facing a deadline from a judge who has asked her to respond in writing to these claims by next Friday. The stage is also set for a potential dramatic evidentiary hearing on February 15th. Recently, we reported that subpoenas have been sent out to people believed to have firsthand knowledge of this alleged affair, and if they are called to testify, their testimony would be broadcast live for everyone to see. One follow-up question. You know, there is, and you know, I used to work on the root cause of migration when I worked at the White House. It, the the Trump administration completely gutted the infrastructure as it relates to, you know, how we facilitate people coming into this country via the southern border. But in in what the president said that he would do on Friday, uh, he put this statement out. He he promised to shut the border down if um, crossings overwhelmed the border if Congress, you know, passed this bipartisan immigration legislation seeking asylum. Is a, is a right in this country. I, 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 I saw that statement, and there are a number of people that said, "Uh, this sounds like something from another era. Like, is that something that you and House Democrats support, the shutting down of the border? 
Well, I'd have to understand the context within which, you know, the president is speaking based on whatever authority he may be given. Uh, the president, of course, I believe will always uh, do what he believes is in the best interest of the American people, consistent, you know, with um, the fact that America is a safe haven mm -hmm. uh, for people who are fleeing oppression and persecution. Uh, but it has to be managed in a reasonable way. And clearly, uh, the system is being overwhelmed right now. I think people on all sides, uh, on the Democratic, within the Democratic family and coalition, acknowledge that. Uh, but figuring out the path forward so that it's consistent with who we are as America, uh, but decisively addresses the clear challenges and the fact that you have people taking dangerous perilous journeys because they are fleeing horrific conditions. How do we improve the conditions throughout the region in these other This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies because we're going medieval on these people. You're not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Saturday, 27 January, year of alert, 2024. We're absolutely packed today. We're going to go from Arizona. President Trump's out in Nevada. Um, the Fannie Willis thing is heating up down in Georgia. Uh, we're going to Philip Patrick here talking about capital markets uh, in a while. we got a lot of wood to chop here. I want to start out in Arizona with uh, Congressman Eli Crane. Congressman Crane, uh, where, where are you headed this morning? Hey, good morning, Steve. Thanks for having me on. Um, we are headed to the Arizona GOP annual meeting, uh, which should be a wild one with everything that's been going on here. Um, you know, with the Carrie Lake, Jeff DeWitt tapes dropping and the re resignation of Jeff DeWitt this week. So are they going to pick? Is it going to be a new chairman installed? I mean, that's kind of a free fall out there. You got... You, you, you don't have more MAGA patriots than you got in Arizona. So are we, are we going to turn this thing around into a MAGA machine? You know, that's what I'm hoping, Steve. Many of us uh, endorsed uh, a lady named Gina Swoboda last night. I know she's been on your program in the past. Um, you know, we had Andy Biggs endorse her, myself. Uh, more, most importantly, Donald Trump endorsed her, Carrie Lake endorsed her, Tyler Boyer. Um, and the list goes on and on and on. And for me, the, the the biggest reason that I endorsed her was because I don't I don't see any bigger task for the the incoming uh, chairman of the GOP here in Arizona than to get um, President Trump reelected, to get Kerry Lake elected. And as we've seen, uh, many of the officials in the past don't play well with MAGA. And so. Um, if those two, if those two um, individuals are supportive and feel like um, they, ha you know, this uh, this new chairwoman won't be adversarial towards them, you know, that's a that's a really big deal to me. Okay, uh, CNN is reporting, and Axios has followed up on it that the the senators have come to some sort of agreement. They haven't given the text out, but the 
Lankford and uh, Cinema and some others have come to an agreement of what they got to do. They're a couple of days away from getting text. Uh, at the same time, Speaker Johnson saying, hey, from what I've seen publicly, this thing's DOA. Can you give our audience a sense of, let's start with the supplemental. You know, there's another $100 billion on top of this. You got the, you got the, this border fiasco in the Senate, couple what they want, uh, $60 billion for Ukraine. Where, where do folks stand on this, uh, Congressman? We're going to try and kill it all, Steve. Um, it, you know, this stuff has been brewing for a long time. Um, I, we've been very clear. The House Freedom Caucus, you know, the, the hardline conservatives in the House are going to try and kill all of it. It's all it's all a disaster. You guys know it. You cover it every single day. And we're going to do everything that we can to kill it. As we get back, you guys are back in the districts this week. When you get back, we got March 1st coming. So are people, you had 108 votes last time. Are, are more and more people coming, seeing what the Senate's trying to do of jam down, which, which is really a codification of the invasion, that now's time we use the CR to force Biden to the table to use the existing laws or whatever you can get from HR2 onto uh, whatever other CR, because you're not going to get this. You do agree no, nothing's really going to get done by March 1st. I'm sorry, Steve, you broke up there real quick. What was that question? The, the next CR round, March 1st, is anything going to happen between now and March 1st that, that won't give you guys the ability to shut down the government and force Biden to shut down the border the next time we have to fight over a CR? Steve, I... I uh, unfortunately, I'm not very optimistic with the leadership that we currently have um, to do any such thing. Um, unfortunately, that's what we should be doing. We should be using the power of the purse and that leverage to shut the border down. But um, I've just seen this speaker continually surrounded by individuals um, that continually tell him why he can't fight, why he's got to continually kick the can down the road, which is basically the uh, SOP for the Republican Party for a very long time. And it's unfortunate to see, um, but until Speaker Johnson shows us that he's willing to uh, actually die on a hill and pick a righteous fight, um, I, you know, I think we're going to see more of the same. But do you believe he's he's agree with you guys on the righteous fight of killing this um, this new Senate bill on the amnesty? Uh, this new amnesty bill is coming. Out. Do you believe Speaker Johnson? He's saying it's DOA. Do you yeah, believe he's uh, in the fight? Yeah with the Freedom Caucus yes, and the hardliners on uh, on the invasion of our country? Yep. With this Senate bill, I do believe he's with us on this one, which is great. Okay. That's perfect. That's a start. Uh, good luck today in Arizona. This is absolutely essential because uh, as Arizona goes, so goes the country, both for President Trump's second term and also for Kerry Lake to uh, take charge of the Senate. So, Congressman Crane, where do people go to follow you, particularly today? Because it could get a little... Uh, it might be a little. It might be interesting down there, uh, out in Arizona today. That's right, Steve. Uh, they can follow me at Rep. Uh, Rep. Eli Crane and Eli Crane CEO online. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you, Congressman Crane, and uh, the audiences. Their prayers and uh, and thoughts, and you know, all backup that we have is is with you. So go with God. Think of what. Think of what the country would be or the house would be if we had more Eli Crane. Just think about that. Next time these guys come running. I mean, he's kind of a Clint Eastwood type, right? A man of few words, but strong actions.
got another guy like that, Colton Moore, down in uh, in uh, Georgia. Uh, Colton, Senator Moore, we got kind of, you've been fighting for this a long time. Walk me through the official uh, program now for Fonnie Willis. Well, Steve, I mean, five months ago, we put the seeds in the ground calling for an investigation. We've been cultivating that. The War Room Posse has been cultivating that for the past five months. We finally have something to harvest. We have an investigative committee in the Senate to investigate Fonnie Willis. We're using our inherent subpoena power, something that we've known we've had this entire time. And uh, we're going to bring Fonnie Willis in. She's going to raise her right hand. She's going to testify. And if she doesn't, well, she's going to be held in contempt of the Senate, which will be just like being held in contempt of the court. And she would be arrested for that. Um, you know, unfortunately, though, we've got to get this done in a short amount of time. We have to have this investigation completed before we finish session. We have 40 days of session in the state of Georgia, and we are going into day 11. Uh, the uh, committee has been established as of yesterday. Uh, I'm assuming members are being picked this weekend, and hopefully we can get started early next week. So walk me through this. You're telling me in the next, uh, that would make it 25, 26, 27 days. we got to form the committee uh, over the weekend and get rolling next week. Is there that type of... Uh, is there that type of motive power down there in the Georgia Senate who's been a little slow on the uptake on some of these things? You know, I think I think so now. I mean, obviously, you've been here the entire fight, um, and, and you know how hard it was to push these senators into taking action. I mean, we had 30 signatures on this resolution to craft this committee. Uh, so all those senators who were doing everything they can to push back against calling for a special session, well, they listened to their constituents and they signed on to this resolution. I mean, my goodness, we knew there was smoke many months ago, but now the fire is so evident. Um, Fonnie Willis continues, continues this case. The thing is, though, even if we get rid of Fonnie Willis, the, the case still exists. And, uh, you know, hopefully no other prosecutor takes that ball and runs with it. Uh, but it'll certainly slow Fonnie Willis down. This is the biggest set of breaks we've seen on this thing charging down the hill that's Fonnie Willis. Hey, Senator Moore, can you just hang on? I want to just hold you through the break. I want to drill down this just a little bit more since uh, given what happened in New York yesterday. Uh, we need to sort things out in, in Georgia. Uh, for the audience, how do we get jacked up early on a Saturday morning? Warpath Coffee. You try it, look at the comments in the comments section. Go to warpath.coffee uh, slash worm. Get your discount. Uh, I think it's the best dark roast ever roasted, ever made. If you like dark roast coffee, Mariner's Blend. They got all the other mild blends, breakfast blends, all that. But this is a powerhouse, a fantastic coffee. Took us a couple of years working with Tage Gill and the Seals over at Warpath to make it perfect. Short break, back in the worm in a moment. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. 
I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting and dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Welcome back. Colton Moore uh, joins us from Georgia. Um, so this investigation, is it also going to look into, because the whole indictment, the whole process, the whole thing's infected, do you think these senators will get into that too? Or does this simply mean an investigation of Fonnie Willis and her obviously potential criminal activity in, in this regard? Or we'll look at the entire process and, and potentially just say, hey, we got to throw this whole thing out? recommend to the attorney generals all thrown out you know that'll be dependent on who is on the committee steve i mean hopefully i'm on the committee and can push it as far as it can possibly go um you know ultimately we there, there's going to be some democrats on the committee it is going to be a overwhelming majority of republicans on the committee um but this is also going to be used as a mechanism to defund bonnie willis so once the investigation is found that you know georgia tax dollars are being used fraudulently uh, that gives the ability to strip it out of the budget hopefully without much argument on the senate floor is this exploded i mean it's all over the national press is this playing as as is this as heated and as much coverage down in with the atlanta journal constitution and all the liberal tv networks down there uh, a couple. Uh, a couple are adamantly against it, uh, and they are ignoring it. They're not getting the news out to people. I mean, it shows you how much um, how much it hurts the Democrats right now when people are, you know, they've been calling this political persecution for months, and finally you start to kind of see, actually, this is political persecution. So, yeah, there's liberal media that's not reporting on this issue, and then there's others who, you know, they're using the same talking points back, and they're saying that now we're taking this in as a political persecution of Fonnie Willis. So, you know, the rhetoric goes back and forth. Um, I think any reasonable American can see what Fonnie Willis has done, uh, how she has been a violation of our Constitution this entire time. And, uh, you know, now she's been a violation of our tax dollars um, by, by, by taking fraudulent trips, um, going to D.C. Uh, and coordinating. I mean, she's really the RICO person herself, coordinating with the White House and Jack Smith and everyone else. And uh, hopefully this investigation shows that to light to these people who are so blinded they can't see, and uh, we can get on from this and back to freedom. How do, how can this audience, uh, this has been top of mind for this audience since this stuff, well, ever since President Trump was charged, but clearly with this funny Willis potential criminal activity, how can this audience help? Where do they go? How can they find out more? How can they, how can they, start making calls where do they go can where do they go to make sure that their voice is heard particularly our audience our vast audience in the great state of georgia yeah i, I would i would first call up your state senators and your representatives uh, who have been supportive of the idea of an investigation into finding especially this is a senate committee so especially call your senators thank them congratulate them for uh, finally standing up for freedom uh, and encourage them and uh, I think that's what they need to hear at this point, because we're on the right track and uh, we need to continue to push these Republicans into doing the right thing. So I would just encourage all of your audience in the state of Georgia to call your state senators. Thank them for having an investigation into Fonnie Willis.
Uh, Colton, where do people get you? And we would love to have you. We're going to be in Las Vegas for a couple of days. But when this thing gets sorted and the committee gets selected, we'd love to have you come back and give us an overall framework of where we go sometime early next week. Where do people get you in the interim? Absolutely. You can go to X. It's Real Colton Moore, uh, just like Real Donald Trump. And uh, we'll always have updates there. And you can always go to my website, coltonmoore.com. Senator Moore, thanks for fighting the good fight. Glad to see the the plowing of the field uh, turned out uh, to have some yield. So thank you so much for fighting for us. Yes, sir. Thank you, Steve. Senator Colt Moore. So good news out of Arizona this morning, out of Georgia. Well, we've got to fight. These are victories or interim victories. Um, it's because of this audience. You guys have been all over this from the beginning. Uh, Naomi's going to come on in a little while. She got an uh, uh, election integrity bill that they've pushed through. Um I want to I want to go to Rome. There's so much happening overseas that's inextricably linked with what we're working on here. I also want to make sure uh, Jim Rickards was on the other day. He's obviously a big audience favorite now. Go check out the Paradigm Press. Go check out Strategic Intelligence is his newsletter. Uh, he's one of the smartest guys in, in the world. Of course, we talked the other day about him being in Dubai, and he gives you blinding insights all the time. So make sure if you like it, go check out Strategic Intelligence. We're going to have Jim on hopefully as a regular contributor as we move forward. But go check that out uh, today. Uh, so a lot going on, uh, Ben, and I want to start, Ben's in, in Rome. I want to start with uh, England, the Tories, because this European parliamentary election that's going to take place in June is going to be analogous to Brexit that happened in June of 16 that kind of set the predicate for the Trump revolution in November of 16. I think this European Parliament election could be the same thing. There's a lot going on, but I want to focus first on the UK, the rise of our own uh, colleague, Nigel Farage. Give us the update on that. Good morning, Steve. Well, look, to, to put this all into context, there are um, basically peasants' revolts breaking out now right across continental Europe and the UK. In the UK, it's principally to do with... Um, Opposition, as we discovered, as we uh, covered the other day, to do with uh, the net zero climate change in immigration in continental Europe. Presently, right now, it's the same thing. But what's really manifesting the crowds um, is, is the reforms to do with fuel prices for tractors and the low cost of living. The thing that binds all of one of the things that binds all this together, Steve, is the fact that we are ruled here, uh, likewise in, in in the United States, by a, a political class that is. Um, so out of touch with people, it is. It doesn't realise how out of touch it is. That's really the, the, the instance here. I mentioned how the former um, uh, president of the, the European Commission had dismissed the, the protests in Europe as hormonal spasms. Um, it just sort of indicates a, a, a sort of a deafness on behalf of the elites. So let, let, let's have a look uh, at what's happening in the UK. We've been covering this. I actually highlighted this this story, Steve, this, uh, em this embryonic story, right back at the end of December, I flagged it up as my international story for 2024. I said this was the, the, the death of the British Conservative Party, the world's oldest political party, being taken over by Nigel Farage's Reform UK. Now, there's been a development um, yesterday, and we're just going to have a quick look at this now. There's a poll that's come out, which has put uh, the Reform UK movement now on 13%. That is up from 12% of one week ago. So that's a 1% um, growth in one week. Now, you might be saying, hmm, OK, is that really a lot? Well, look, the Tory parties are polling at 20%. 
um, which shows you the, de- the, gr- the degree now that, that Nigel Farage's party is, is catching up with them. To put that into context, uh, Keir Starmer, the leader of the Labour Party, the, the leader of the opposition, yeah. he's on 43%. So what is happening yeah, now the, is that hang, on, hang, hang on. The, re- the reason this is important for the American audience is that they are facing a crisis on this immigration and they're tra- the Tories are trying to deal with it exactly. Consider the Tories the moral equivalent of the collaborationist uh, Senate Republican senators in the Senate, McConnell's crowd, Langford. They're trying to come up and play, you know, patty cake with this thing. They've got a crisis. Nigel Farage coming in with real solutions. They're they're the equivalent of MAGA or equivalent of the of the hardliners to say, hey, to save our country, to save our civilization. Right to save our way of life, we just can't keep this open borders. The same open borders run by the same globalists, with the same weak political conservative parties in Europe, is exactly analogous to what's happening here. This is why this European parliamentary election is going to be so important. Continue on, Ben. You're absolutely right, Steve. Well, I, I just want to signal this one thing before moving on now, and then this is what Nigel Farage said he's the honorary president of, of reform this is what he uh, he told the daily telegraph he said i think there is an increase an increasing feeling among conservative voters now that they want their party to be replaced now i think that's a particularly genius way for for, for, for farage to put this because he's pitching himself here not to fight the conservative voters he's fighting for them um and that is a message i think which is as we can see it is a. Uh, it is taking great resonance. I'll just close with this point on on this story for now. This is something that we're watching every day, Steve. We're we're really on this 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 move this development. Um, but I'll just recap by by putting into context now the importance of of what is happening in in the UK political scene. We have first, like in the United States, we have first past the post at thirteen percent. Right, if they were to achieve that at the next general election. It's not definite that they would get any seats. It's not definite that Nigel Farage would get any seats. But what they would absolutely would do um, is stop the Tory party from ever forming a government again. That's crucially important to understand the, 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 the fulcrum position that, that, that Farage is giving himself here. He will dominate and be the kingmaker now of the centre-right uh, political spectrum moving forward. And the reason this has happened, and the Tory party could stop this if it wanted to at any moment in time, the reason this has ha- happened is because the Tory party, even now, do not want, they institutionally do not want to, to appease the, ang- the anger of the British electorate. And they're trying yeah. to fob them off with platitudes. That is the, the, the point here. They are, they are, they are incapable of of stopping this from uh, this this yeah. replacement from from taking place. Now, there's a similar story going on. Ben, over hang on. For, ben, Channel, ben, no, ben, ben, hang hang on for one second. We're going to hold you through the break. Um, it's exactly analogous to what's going on here. That is why it is so providential that this fight over the Senate bill that we're going to kill, that Johnson said it's already DOA. That all you hear, oh, this is the Trump's stopping it and this is going to secure the border. It's all lies. Everything you hear is a lie. And the messengers are sending out like Lindsey Graham and these guys all 1,000% lie. We're going to kill this thing. We have to kill it. They can't codify this. Impossible. Cannot cannot allow them to codify it. Short break. Uh, Ben's on the other side. We're going to get into this right-wing revolt on continental Europe, how it... How it uh, 
how it ties directly to the politics here in the United States of America, kind of a international movement now of the populist right. HomeTitleLock.com. Joe Allen told you at CES, the merger of cyber and artificial intelligence gives the bad guys more weapons than ever. Make sure they don't use your title to take out a second mortgage that you can't afford to pay off. HomeTitleLock.com. Go check it out this weekend. Short break here in the war room. Back in a moment. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers, and you don't. You'll pay up, plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on, grind you for all your back taxes, plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit Tax Network USA. That's TNUSA.com slash Bannon. TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Um, a lot of news, you know, they're talking about in um, with the CCP has been noticeably quiet after Taiwan independence. Now we got the Eric Princes and the Frank Gaffneys that think that they're playing on a naval blockade. You got other folks are saying, hey. Maybe the results weren't that bad for the CCP, and maybe they're rethinking it. What we do know is that every day you look and there's an implosion on their economy. One thing to look at, if you're in that middle class, or that what, they, what they've tried to attempt to create out of that middle class, their stocks are dramatically underwater. Any bonds they held by the China totally underwater, and the real estate they're getting crushed on. So for an entire life of work, it's turned out to be for naught. Now, instead of fomenting a revolution, a lot of people are telling me, well, look, these are the children of the Cultural Revolution, and what they think about is, hey, we're not on a farm getting beaten every day by the Red Guard. My point is there's tremendous turmoil in mainland China about the economy and prospects for the economy. Is she going to pivot and, uh, and, and, and go to some ultra-nationalistic, we've got to take Taiwan back? Nobody knows. Obviously, here we keep a sharp eye on that because one of our tasks and purposes is to take down the Chinese Communist Party. The fomenter of uh, much of the uh, the um, evil in the world. 
Don't let don't make sure you're not caught up in it. This is why Dr. Sean and the team over Jace Medical are so proud to have them as one of the sponsors of the show. We love what they've done, which is take Rosemary Gibson's book on supply chains and turn it into a service for you. Go check out uh, JaceMedical.com. Immerse yourself in information. Find out to the shock of yourself. But what the elites in this country knew is that 100% of active pharmaceutical ingredients are controlled by the Chinese Communist Party in mainland China and how that's going to impact your life. Ben, we've got uh, – it's, it's great to see. There's a convoy starting Virginia Beach on Monday. We're going to try to cover it, get some folks there going to the border, both truckers and maybe farmers. You're seeing a populist uh, revolt, uh, a right-wing revolt in, uh, in uh, Europe against immigration, about what they're trying to do to destroy societies and cultures, a revolt against this ridiculous cult of climate change by the farmers – France is the topic today, but Germany and the Dutch are not far behind. What do you got for us? Well, yeah, I mean, there are every recent weeks, Steve, protests taking place in Poland, Romania and Germany, farmers protests. The one I'm going to home in on today is what's happening in France. This is where I think the, the moment is, is is really here, the pivot point for the French political class. So it grew from about 55,000 at the beginning of the week, Steve, to 70,000 as of yesterday. They completely blocked the artilleries and, and ring road right around Paris. Uh, they blocked the artilleries up to Belgium. They blocked the artillery down to down to, to Spain on the southwestern corner. Uh, these guys mean business, right? As I say, they're, they're, they're pivoting now, the protesters, to, to blocking all vans, anything larger than a domestic car, onwards, they're blocking from entering into Paris. Now, to use the metaphor, they are at the gates of Paris. And France is, like America, is a revolutionary country. It is founded on a, on a revolution. This is something that the French political class has taken extremely seriously. The new French prime minister, Gabriel Attal, has gone down uh, to, to the French-Spanish border. And he said to them, look, look, you wanted uh, to send a message. I've received it loud and clear. And he's introduced some concessions specifically to do with the, the, the escalation of the fuel price. The French farmers, however, they've responded and they said, look, this is simply not enough. We want more concessions. What they're arguing now for is, is an end to this free trade agreement that France had uh, signed long, that is to say, with the rest of the European Union and um, with South America. Um, they're worried in France that this will this will uh, bring a, a, a huge swamp of uh, of of lowly priced agricultural produce with with which the domestic producers simply can't compete. So there is this aspect of globalization and free trade in there, Steve, which uh, we ought to be we specifically ought to be yeah. vigilant vigilant for, even if the mainstream media is downplaying it. Um, let's see let's see how how this one unfolds in um, next week. But uh, as of speaking now, right as it is of now, the the momentum is with the protesters rather with uh, rather with. But, but uh, you're, the you're seeing you're seeing you're see, you're seeing farmers protest here, <clears throat> and you're going to see more. The heavy handed of these, uh, they're putting all the <clears throat> they're putting uh, all the pressure of this climate change, just like Yellow Vest revolted uh, a couple of years ago. You're seeing it in Europe. You're going to see it here in the United States. This maniacal focus on the on the on the regulations of climate change to, and destroy the farmers, break their back. They're going to be a big part. I think this protest heading to the southern border. I want to pivot quickly to, to Schultz, the Germans. Remember, just like they're doing here against the Trump movement, 
Uh, everybody that doesn't agree with the apparatus there is called a, a Nazi or a neo-Nazi. Is that what it is, uh, Ben? That's right. This is what he said uh, yesterday, uh, Olaf Scholz, the German chancellor, uh, marking the 79th anniversary uh, of the liberation of Auschwitz. Um, he said new reports are emerging all the time about neo-Nazis and their dark networks. At the same time, right-wing populists are gaining ground, fueling fear and sowing hatred. So you can see that the, the elision that he's done here, the, not particularly subtle, he's directly conflating, and there is a growth of, of genuine bona fide right-wing neo-fascists and neo-Nazis in the European continent. It's small, it's minuscule, but there is definitely a movement in that in that direction, really from people who are on the alt-right, uh, who've just lost all hope of being able to reform the system from within, and they just want to overthrow it now. So, so, so they've moved out now um, to, to the outer extremes. But what Olaf Scholz has done here is he's conflating the neo-Nazi skinhead movement with ordinary working, tax-paying, law-abiding citizens who simply want uh, to, 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 to control the border and control the degree of immigration into their country. Those are now, on the, as far as the German establishment concerned, one and in the same. And you can see this, really, because what's going on in Germany is that there's this big debate now. Not only, you know, we've covered this from time to time on the show to do with the, 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 the rumours and the soundings within the German magistracy to, to ban the AFD. But there's also this movement, of course, to defund the, the AFD yeah. as well. Hey, ben, which is, um, hey ben, j j ben, just hang on for one second. I've got to tell you, I've got uh, from Montana, I've got uh, Congressman Rosendale and Congressman Gates. Uh, guys, how's it going up there? I know you're, I, I, Rosendale, you've got Gates up there touring for the weekend. How's it going? It's fantastic. Uh, we're doing the truth tour. Telling everybody what's really going on in Washington because they don't get it uh, from, as you well know, the mass media. So we are right now sitting in Townsend, Montana, about 40, 30, 40 miles south of Helena. We're going to go to the Capitol in a little while. We've got a big event up there, and then we're going to close out the day in Joliet, um, which is much closer to Billings. And we did an event last night, Steve standing room only, had to start turning people away. And guess what? They're those Montanans that you and I talk about on the daily, the rock ribbed people out there trying to make ends meet, wondering what in the heck is going on in Washington, D.C. And they're just really pleased that they've got a couple of people that they know that they can depend on that are fighting for them uh, instead of fighting for themselves. Tell me, what's the attitude out there of this, and if you guys have any insights of Speaker Johnson now saying that the immigration bill is going to be DOA, he's not going to bring it up, yet the Senate, you know, CNN's reporting, they've actually come to some agreement, and you're going to see text next week, they're going to vote next week, and then send it to the House. Can you give us an update? Hey, Steve, this is Matt Gates. Uh, there is a desire to yeah. secure our border, but not as part of some grand deal with Ukraine. The people in Montana and Florida and all over this country want to see this border shut down before we send another nickel to Mayorkas or Garland or Ray or any of the other people who have mismanaged this country and put us all at risk. Uh, we're, we're sitting right now in our car outside the Mint Poker Kino Cafe, and my message is that Montanans don't want to take a bet on someone like Tim Sheehy, who is completely 
bought and paid for by Mitch McConnell and the establishment Republicans. People in Montana understand that our battle is against the Uniparty, and the number one Republican primary for the United States Senate in America that pits a, an America first candidate against an establishment shill is right here in Montana. It's why I took off from sunny Florida and I'm here as a Florida man sickle. <laughs> hey, Congressman, before I turn it back to Rosa, real quickly, is there much difference between the constituents in your part of the country down the panhandle of Florida and what you're seeing up in Montana? The, 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 the folks have the same attitude. It's America first, MAGA, uh, and we've got to break the back of these globalists. There's a very different attitude toward flip-flops, which we consider acceptable in all circumstances and here would result in immediate <laughs> frostbite. But beyond that, no, I mean, look, it's, it's representative of this realignment in the Republican Party and the America First movement where it's the working class people. You know, last night in Bozeman, uh, today in Townsend and throughout the state, people are showing up at our events with their names on their shirt. You know, they're the people who actually take a shower at the end of the day, not at the beginning of the day. And uh, we love that. It's energetic and enthusiastic. And most importantly, it's durable because we've seen the establishment will abandon people, even some of the people they've made. But the true Americans who want to see us tackle this debt, shut this border down and actually utilize leverage, they're standing with Rosendale in Montana. But you know what? Look, the McConnell crew has already poured $4 million in ads into this race. So we need the posse not only with their shoulder to the wheel, but we need no donations uh, for Matt Rosendale to show that there is going to be a national amount of support to ensure that we don't allow the, uh, the corrupt uh, establishment to gain ground out here in the great frontiers of our country. Congressman Gates, Rosendale's been with you the entire way, right? From January last year as a fighter and never, never, never wilted, was always there in the trenches. I don't have a better ally in Congress than Matt Rosendale. We don't even have to wonder where Rosendale is because he abides by the Constitution. He understands the numbers, too, on the debt. A lot of this stuff, you know, people view the debt as just on paper. But Matt Rosendale was a statewide elected leader with a responsibility over how the finances and the, the various uh, financial markets would affect people's lives here. So he gets it. And uh, I'm telling you, people can congratulate me on sending a shock to the system, you know, alongside Matt and removing McCarthy. But if we parachute Matt Rosendale into the United States Senate, it is going to be an even bigger shock to that system because he can't be bought, he's not corrupt, and he will fight for the people of Montana. Congressman Rosendale, where do people go to uh, find out more and to support you, sir? Matt for Montana. Matt, F-O-R, Montana.com. We make it really easy. Okay. Uh, Congressman Rosendale's got Gates up there, barnstorming Montana. Uh, we look forward to joining uh, Congressman Gates at some time. Guys, thank you so much, and, get, and give a big shout-out to all the folks in Montana. We love the Patriots up there. Incredible. Let's get to let's get to. Uh, thank you, brother. Thank you, Congressman Rosedale. Let's get uh, Grace and Mo. Let's get that up in all the chat rooms. That Carly Bonet could put it up, and the people over our tele great folks at our Telegram site, and all the different sites. Uh, Gates and uh, and Rosendale barnstorming Montana. Uh, I, I've got Naomi. Naomi, you've got. Uh, give me thirty seconds to hold you through the break. You're going to be heading up to Montana before too long. What are you going to do? It. What are you going up there about? Actually, I checked my schedule, and my first stop is, in fact, Wyoming. And um, 
it's so exciting to announce this. Uh, State Senator Tim Salazar has invited us and is hosting me. And this is, again, another incredible deliverable by and for the War Room Posse. It is our at last election integrity bill. It's a draft bill. We created it um, with your all support uh, along with American Voters Alliance. Um, it is a simple bill because I wanted to avoid all of the rabbit holes and make it so easy and simple. Anyone can understand it. Um, it is posted on our website. It's like six pages long and it basically ensures um, it's same day voting and so much more. Hang on, hang on for a second. We'll hold you to the break. We've got Harnwell, we've got Wolf, maybe some others. Next in the world. The apples in your holiday pie taste amazing, but it's not exactly the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and your cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which, as you know, is almost impossible. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and your immune system. Yo, folks, the holidays are here, and you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com use promo code bannon that's promo code bannon at fieldofgreens.com fieldofgreens.com make sure you take take it today use your agency action 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 fieldofgreens.com promo code bannon your host stephen k bannon wasn't that great uh rosendale and matt gates um you know, anybody that Mitch McConnell would recommend uh, for the Senate is somebody we don't want. That's why Rosendale is so important. That's the most important primary of all, everything that's happening in uh, in the primary season on the Republican side. Uh, great feedback we've gotten from sacredhumanhealth.com. Make sure you go. The grass-fed beef liver rave reviews. Greatest concentration of nutrients anywhere. Make sure you check it out today. Go to sacredhumanhealth.com. Dot com. Immerse yourself in information, so much information on that site about all their products. Uh, we love this uh, grass-fed beef liver. Uh, Ben's going to join us back on Monday. we got a lot to go through, and we're already jammed for the next hour. Uh, Ben's got about five more things we're going to drill deep in. But, hey, this European Parliament, the thing to focus on, European parliamentary elections in June are going to be analogous to Brexit in 16, in June of 16, that led to the Trump victory in November of 16. These things kind of move in waves. The zeitgeist, I guess you call it. Naomi, you've been working uh, election integrity. That's one of the things that Rosendale's been all over. Walk me through this bill. Give, give me a couple of high points. Everybody can read it. What Naomi did was very smart. Make it simple, six pages long. Just give me the highlight reel. Sure. So um, I wanted to avoid the rabbit holes, as I mentioned, and this is definitely a deliverable for the posse because it only got done with the support of the posse. Um, and basically, it solves so many of the problems that are corrupting elections. Number one, uh, 
you know, paper ballots instead of machines. I wrote an essay speaking as a tech CEO. Those machines are like worth, worthless. Um, and so this gets rid of the problem by simply going back to paper ballots. Um, same day voting. You show up, you vote in pa- with a paper ballot, you present your voter ID. You know, none of this nonsense of voting without any identification, uh, which is so corrupt. Um, another uh, wonderful thing is it gets rid of the third parties. NGOs have been kind of looped in, uh, corrupt NGOs to intervene, Zuckbucks, you know, all kinds of um, opaque NGOs. This gets rid of the NGOs, makes it transparent. Um, also, uh, absentee ballots. Of course, we all know that absentee ballots, you know, this is why I keep saying there's going to be some emergency on Election Day so that we all have to stay home. And then absentee ballots will be dumped into, you know, ballot boxes that no one has oversight of and our election will be compromised. Well, this puts very, very strict accountability, including, again, ID around yeah. an absentee ballot and it has to be requested by the individual okay. you know, absentee voter for a good reason. Where, um, and then uh, where, where do people yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Public counting. I went back into history and the vote used to be counted yeah. publicly with anyone observing, not closed, yes. you know, not yes. fake. And we need yes. those paper ballots counted publicly yes. again. So this anyone okay. can read it, anyone can okay. understand it, and we're gonna pass it. Where do they go? And then you're going to commit. We're going to do a tutorial about how you then take action to get to your state legislature. You're prepared. You're committed to go anywhere. You're like Fresno State, right? You're go anywhere. Playing. You're you're prepared to go anywhere on this. Talk to anybody about it at a state legislature. Correct. Exactly. Super simple. Everyone, call your state um, legislators. Ask them to sponsor this bill and to inv- invite me to bring it to the state house. Um, the way I did when we passed the uh, Five Freedoms Bill in 2021 in 33 states. You Perfect. can pass this bill and you can just download it and send it with your email to your state representatives. And say, you know, there's like little slots where you just okay. enter your. Ask them to enter your state and Perfect. you can pass this bill. Okay, we're gonna do it. We'll get a we'll get we'll get a uh, tutorial and a workshop on this. Where do, uh, give me your uh, your coordinates right now before you punch. Sure, the bill should be up on dailyclout.io. Again, you can just download it, you can share it, and as soon as we have a sponsor. And by the way, I'm going to Wyoming, as I mentioned. Uh, State Senator Tim Lazar is hosting me um, this coming month. Um, once it's once it's sponsored, it's in BillCam, and yep. then you can share it socially uh, in your app to Steve. People can share it socially, no doubt, um, and you can pass this bill state by state by state. We'll have paper ballots, same day voting, voter right. ID by November. We're going to save this country. Wow. Naomi Wolf, thank you so much. Great work. Thank wow. Thank you, Posse. Voter thank integrity. You. I got I got, uh, I got Mike Lindell. Mike, you're going to be with us on Monday in Vegas, right, and Tuesday for this pre-RNC. Talk to us about how the War Room Posse gets into these great specials that you've done at, uh, at uh, MyPillow since Fox has blocked you. Since the Murdochs won't, won't take your money, uh, th- th- these great deals are now available to the War Room Posse. Absolutely. And, and really quick, Steve, on Monday I'm going to be uh, – uh, this will be breaking news. We have three three different pieces for this election uh, crimes and uh, election integrity on Monday during my speech. So I'm going to review all them there. Everybody be live streamed on Frank's speech. Um, we uh, When Fox dropped us, we were doing three commercials, everybody, and now we're passing that on to the War Room Posse. 
One of them was our blankets. All these blankets came in in January. We put them all on sale for the War Room Posse as low as $29.98. We have every kind of blanket you can think of, and they are the best blankets, throw blankets, couch blankets, bed blankets. Uh, you name it, we have it, and it's all for the War Room Posse with free shipping on your entire order, promo code War Room. And, you can, and all of these things, we have the final sheets. We have all the new colors came in. War Room Posse loves them. They're on sale there. But the big one, the MyPillow 2.0, we, we're $10 lower than what we were going to have on Fox. We even lowered it more for the War Room Posse, $29.98 for the queen size, $34.98 for the king size. All my workers thank the War Room Posse. We got the Made in America MyPillow beds and the mattress toppers. There's the kitchen towels. And the, don't forget the six-piece towel sets as low as, or they are $29.98 regularly. I think they're over over $60 for the set. Six-piece towel sets, $29.98. They're all on sale. Remember, your whole order with the War Room code, free shipping on your entire order, everybody. Mike Lindell, we'll see you in Vegas. want to thank you for what you're doing with the War Room Posse. The feedback I'm getting is absolutely unbelievable. People appreciate this. Of course, you're laboring in the vineyard, vineyard on election integrity and uh, the election crime bureau. That's why they're trying to put you out of business, sir. And that's why the Murdochs won't let you back on. Brother, so appreciate you. Look forward to seeing you out there on uh, Monday. Right. Maybe get Mike Lindell even on the show, maybe live. Talk to you afterwards, Mike. Godspeed. That's a warrior. You saw what I didn't want to talk about. The, the present, this thing yesterday was such a fiasco. And so, you know, we talked about it last time on the evening show. Maybe I'll get more to it. Uh, early next week. Just an absolute disgrace. Uh, absolute total disgrace. What they're trying to do to destroy this man who's standing up for his country. But he's winning so many big battles in front of us, including this. Uh, what they're going to do on this Ukraine situation, what they're going to do on this uh, on this uh, amnesty bill. we got a lot of work, a lot of fight. We're going to be out for this RNC deal with Charlie Kirk, Tyler Boyer, the entire crew, Poso, Mike Lindell, myself. We will be live the shows next week are going to be on fire. I'll be up on Getter all day. Next hour. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting and dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to WarRoomHealth.com. That's WarRoomHealth.com. All one word, WarRoomHealth.com. 
Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.